time to heed the call for financial freedom. This is the Audible Advisor Podcast with Spiros Vasilakos of Athenian Private Client Group. Welcome in to the Audible Advisor Podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Spiros Vasilakos, president over at Athenian Private Client Group. They serve that Tampa area. You'll find his office in Largo, but you'll also find him online at theaudibleadvisor.com. We put all of our podcasts there, so make sure you check it out once you finish listening to this episode. But today we're talking all about your questions. We're answering what's on your mind. We've got a list of six questions today that have come in to the show and to the office that we wanted to bring here onto the podcast and actually talk through them a little bit on the show. So we'll do that today. Spiros, how you doing? Oh, very good. Thanks, Ben. Wonderful day here in Tampa. Warm weather. Uh, feel sorry for those who are living up in the Northeast. <laughs> I, love, I know. I love it. I love it. It's year-round golf for you down there. That's for sure. Uh, well, look, we got six questions today, and I love this format because it allows us to kind of touch on a number of different financial planning items. And uh, so something in here will kind of benefit probably everyone that listens. You'll find something in here that maybe you can connect with. And if you don't and you want to ask a question directly to us, again, you can send it in to us via the audibleadvisor.com. There's a form there. You can fill it out, send in a question. We'll bring it onto the show and try to answer it here. And again, we'll do our best, or Spiros will do his best to answer the questions based on the information you provided. But again, to really get into your situation and give you a complete answer, you'll want to visit with him. So you can give him a call at 727-754-8418 to do that. Let's start off with Paul in Tampa. Spiracy says, I've been on disability for the last 10 years, but just found out that I won't be getting it anymore after next month because they say my condition has improved. But at 56 years old, my condition still prevents me from being able to work full time. I have money saved for retirement, but I wasn't planning on touching any of it until my mid 60s. Am I in trouble if I start spending it down now? Oh, well, you know, Paul, uh, that's a great question. Uh, we, we work with a lot of our clients that are in similar situations. And so what I will tell you is this, the first thing you want to do is actually sit down with your financial advisor and take a look at your, your retirement plan and just make sure that, you know, what you have uh, currently right now at this particular minute, that if you were able to retire, that you'd be able to retire with the, the income that you're actually, that you would want. Um, and, on, you know, if you don't, then what I will tell you is then uh, you need to start focusing on maybe finding a job that actually, um, you know, whether it's part-time, something that you're able to do. Believe it or not, a lot of, a lot of my clients have enough money, um, you know, they, they think they don't, but they actually do to retire. And, you know, being that, you know, you're 56, you probably have until 66, until you actually are full retirement for Social Security. You just got to really make sure that your your advisor and you are sitting down and planning out for the next, at least next 10 years and try to figure out, you know, what's really uh, most important to you and making sure that you're able to, you know, live uh, the lifestyle that you want to live. Yeah, it sounds like a tough situation, but, you know, I think that's the, the key for having an advisor is to kind of give you that peace of mind so you know exactly what you need to do and what you can do. Because he could be in better shape, as you mentioned, than, than he actually realizes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there are some people that just feel like, you know what, I can work. Uh, I may not be able to do the things that I, I was able to do. Uh, or they may say, look, I have enough in retirement. I can retire right now and plan for the next 10 years until I, you know, receive Social Security. And then, you know, you figure it out from, from that point on. Thank you for that question, Paul. Uh, good luck to you again. Reach out to Spiros if you'd like to get into that a little bit more and actually look ahead 10 years and see exactly what you need to do. Cliff in Clearwater, he uh, asks, I have a lot of company stock in my 401k. How much do you think is too much as a percentage of the account? Well, let's take a look. I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, everyone remembers what happened to Enron. And, you know, and so there a lot of people had 100% of their stock in their company stock. So we recommend that 
within your 401k, there's an allowable amount that you can have, right? So we normally tell people you shouldn't probably have more than 10 or 15% of your portfolio in company stock. The reason being is if something happens to the company, your entire retirement accounts beholden to that company. So you really want to focus on diversification. And that's where your financial advisor, your plan administrator, your custodian, whoever's running that 401k will be able to guide you in making sure you have a fully diversified portfolio. Great question, Cliff. And yeah, I know, I know that's that's something we all think about. You might really have a lot of faith in your company, but yeah, you just never know, right? And it's out of your control too, in many many cases. And we've seen too many examples of that. And I can God, I can I can't imagine being in that position if that was that was you. So good question, Cliff. All right. Rebecca is in Safety Harbor. She says every six months or so, I tell myself that I need to start saving more for retirement. And I pretend like I'm about to get serious and actually do it, but then I can't ever stay motivated to actually increase my savings. I'm putting a decent amount into my 401k and have a nice balance there, but it just seems like I should be doing more. How do I get myself more motivated? Well, get your financial advisor, give them a call and say, I need (laughs) to sit down with you right now. And if they're not doing that, then it's time for you to look for somebody else. No, in all serious, um, you know, the only way you're really going to figure out, you know, if you're saving enough or if you're going to have enough when you retire is actually seeing it on paper. So you really need to, you know, put together uh, an analysis and take a look at, okay, here's how much I'm saving. Here's how much I'm maxing out of my 401k. Here's how much money I'm going to, I'm going to have available. And then, you know, you may have some more discretionary income, so you may want to do something else with it, or you may be missing something. We do what our clients, we do an asset map. So we take a look at everything that they have and whatever they're missing, uh, you know, we, we start focusing on those things. It could be long-term care. It could be life insurance. It could be disability insurance. It could be anything. So at the end of the day, uh, just make sure you have a plan, you're working on a plan and get your financial advisor to motivate you. And I got a good one too. I'll even chime in here, Spiros. Our last episode we did, we did 22 money moves, Rebecca, for 2022. Go back to that episode and there's a long list of things that you can be doing to help take steps forward with your finances. And I think you'll find a number of things that you can apply there. And I think it's a great place to start. But again, you do want to lean on an advisor as well. All right. Laura is next up in St. Petersburg. She says, I'm 56 and I've been working at the same company for 32 years. I'm so tired of being here and I just want to retire, but I'm still a few years away from being able to take money out of my retirement accounts. Am I just stuck for a while? Well, Laura, congratulations, 32 years, tremendous, uh, you know, milestone. Uh, What I will tell you is this, you know, you want to first make sure and take a look at uh, what you have currently in your retirement accounts. Just make sure you can actually say to yourself, you know, when I'm ready to retire, here we go. I'm ready. You know, I can actually start spending the amount of money that I want to spend. But it really all comes down to the planning. If you don't have a plan, you're really not going to know you know, whether you can, you know, stop working and, you know, sit back and retire. So again, this is the reason why financial advisors are really important. Again, there's tremendous amount of uh, great advisors out there doing some great things. So, you know, at the end of the day, sit down with your advisor, come up with a retirement plan and just make sure you're able to, you know, say, I'm done. I did 32 years. Now it's time for me to sit back on the beach with a pina colada (laughs) and uh, enjoy my life. I feel like that's how you're picturing uh, retirement, Spiros. Is that true? 
Yeah, that and a, <laughs> and a, gol- and a golf club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I guess, it, it, you know, to, to Laura's question, you know, it, you really can't make it a guessing game at this point, right? If you do want to get away and get out, that, that, that's very possible, but you, you have to have things in order. Yeah, it's dangerous. I mean, and, and you know, the word dangerous is, you know, it's, it's, it's a harsh word, but it does become dangerous because if you don't know how much money you have, and then let's say you go into retirement and then you run out of money, what do mm. you do? You got to go back to work and now you're probably another, you know, you're probably 10 years or 15 years older. What do you do? So it's, you got to be careful. Just make sure you plan appropriately and I'm sure you're going to be fine. Very good, Laura. Again, theaudibleadvisor.com. You can find a way to contact Spiro directly there if you'd like to sit down with him and start figuring out how you can exit that company and be happy with uh, with your life and retirement. All right, Steve is up next in Tampa. He says, I'm thinking about having my mom sign her house over to me so that she won't have to sell it if she goes in the nursing home and runs out of money. Is this a smart move? Well, you know, the first thing I will tell you is you got to look at what the look back period is because, you know, we have clients that, you know, want to move their assets over to their children or their grandchildren. And what they don't realize is that, you know, that could affect them later on, you know, especially within the five years, because if you're looking to maybe get some state benefits, um, you know, what they do is they look back five years and they say, well, we saw that you transferred assets to your daughter, your son, your grandkids. And unfortunately, uh, you're not going to get covered until, you know, you dwindle down those assets, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, think about it. You know, you you bought the house, let's say for $100,000 and now it's worth, let's say a half a million dollars. Uh, if something off of it happened to you tomorrow and you were giving that to your, let's say your son or your daughter, uh, they would get a step up, right? So their their cost basis would be actually $500, not 100000 So they would save money on taxes that they would have had to pay on $400,000, right? So if you transfer that now, their cost basis is actually going to be 100000 right? So then when they sell it, they're going to have to pay the $400,000 in taxes. So there are th- certain things that you have to be very careful with. Uh, again, sit down with your financial advisor, talk to your tax advisor, just make sure they're collaborating together to make sure that they put the right plan for you. You just don't want to get hurt paying taxes or maybe making the wrong moves. Is that a pretty common situation you find people in there? Yeah. I mean, look, even with my own dad, he had contemplated, you know, just moving stuff over to me and my brother and doing it right now. And I said, well, listen, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to affect me and my brother tax wise. Thankfully, my dad has enough money that he doesn't have to worry about benefits, state benefits, you know, long-term care or things in that nature. So, mm-hmm. you know, I said, look, just keep it in your name right now and let's sit down with an estate planning attorney, which is what we did. And, you know, we basically put together trusts, just worked out really well for him. And he was very happy with the with the end result. Great stuff. All right, Steve, thank you for that question. Got one more for you here on the Audible Advisor podcast where we close it out. It's from Harriet. She's in Bel Air. It says, my brother tells me that I have way too much money in the bank. And he's probably right. It's about $150,000 now. But I just like knowing that it's there just in case I have an emergency. Is that really so bad? It's not bad. It all depends on what your risk tolerance is, right? So we have clients that, you know, have money in the bank, right? And they're, you know, fearful of the market. And and I tell them, look, if your gut feeling tells you that you can't sustain any risk, then you keep it in the bank. It doesn't matter how much interest you're getting at the end of the day. It's really wealth preservation, right? So you want to just preserve your capital. But, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Now, uh, if you only had 150000 and you're going to retire, you know, within the next 5, 10, 15 years, and that's all you had, uh, and you didn't have retirement accounts, then we'd have a different conversation, right? So we would have to talk about, you know, in order for you to reach that retirement goal, here are the certain things that we're going to have to do, which means possibly taking 
that money and, you know, putting it into a portfolio that's going to help you grow and get you closer to your retirement dollar amount, right? So, you know, that's a difficult conversation for a lot of people, but you have to have those conversations in order to know whether it's right or wrong. All right, Harry, if you want to do that or anybody that's uh, reached out to us today, we appreciate it. But if you want to get more information, again, theaudibleadvisor.com is the best place to connect with Spiros and the Athenian Private Client Group. And you can hear all of our past podcasts, including last episode, which is about 22 money moves to make for 2022. And it's just a great list of items to kind of put on your radar and try to tackle over the next year. Whenever you listen to this, they they're always they always can apply. So go back through that and check it out. But we do appreciate it. Again, if you have questions for us, send it in through the website or call Spiros directly at 727-754-8418. Great mailbag uh, today, Spiros, and some great topics. And we'll do this again sometime soon. And we'll encourage anyone that has questions to reach out to us. Fantastic, Ben. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hopefully, you coming back and listening to some more of our episodes. Thank you. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Athenian Private Client Group are not affiliated.